The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Hey, it's Sal Capaccio and Matt Bove, always game day in Buffalo. Welcome back. You know, hope you enjoyed your bye week, everybody. Hope you still listen to the show during the bye week. We did a couple of shows last week after the Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs and then rolling into the bye week. And now we're back. And Matt is too. He told you about his foot surgery. <laughs> I have not had a chance to even talk to him myself because he is obviously recovering from foot surgery. But Matt, first of all, welcome back and tell me and everybody, how did it go? What have you been doing, man? Well, it went well. Thank you for asking. I'm losing my mind just because I'm kind of stuck in one place. So basically, I am doing this from my dining room table right now. And for the last three days, my only kind of areas that I've been able to get around the house are my living room, my dining room, and my kitchen. I haven't left those three rooms because I've got a knee scooter and I've got crutches. But right now, I can really only maneuver myself to those certain areas. It's not really painful right now it's more agitating than anything it's the ability to not be able to do little things that you take for granted that you don't realize until you're in the situation like until i had the knee scooter i was sitting there and i had a headache and i had a headache because i haven't had caffeine that day which probably tells you that i drink too much coffee so i was like okay i'm gonna go up and make a cup of coffee 
No, I wasn't. Problem was, I had two crutches, and I had no way of carrying the cup of coffee back to anywhere where I could drink the cup of coffee because I needed the crutches to get around. So I actually had to like go over to the coffee machine and just lean up against the counter and drink the coffee there because I couldn't take it back. And same thing with like meals. You can't do anything unless you've got other people at the house. So it's been an adjustment. I'm getting really bored. Mm-hmm. I'm getting really, really agitated. You can only watch TV so much, and I'm just looking forward to this weekend. I'm still planning to cover the game. I am hoping okay. to get dropped off at the stadium with my knee scooter and take the elevator up to the press box and roll around like uh, I'm a Bills player on the injury report. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting out of the house, but we're still a couple days away from that. So you just can't go up and downstairs at all, right? Anything like that? I think eventually I'm going to have to like before I come to the game on Sunday, I'm going to have to get upstairs. I'm going to have to go change. I'm going to have to do all that stuff. But I think the only way I can really get upstairs right now is honestly, if I like get onto my butt and I like go (laughs) step by step individually. So I think that's really the only way. And then like at my house, I have an Xbox in my basement and I was like, Oh, I'll just play Xbox for a bunch of the week. Can't do that because I can't get down the stairs. So it's literally just been stuck in the living room watching TV. All right. So what is it? What have you been watching then? Um, you have different TV shows, movies, game shows. I haven't really been watching anything specific. I've tried to watch some different documentaries here and there. I'm not a huge, like, I like, I like TV shows, but I'm not right. a huge, like sit there and binge a TV show kind right. of guy. So I haven't started anything that, you know, people told me I got a bunch of great recommendations. I'm going to kind of be in this boat for a while. So I've just been watching like regular TV and then a lot of documentaries on random different things. I watched the redeem team. That was good. That was about mm-hmm. the 2008 Olympic U S basketball team. I've watched a couple history documentaries. So I'm just trying to find things that pique my interest at the time. I've also just been like, we have a smart TV. So I've just been on YouTube and I'm just like diving deep into like old highlights of sporting events that I feel that just pop into my head. I definitely can get into that for sure. Um, Well, so what's the timeline here? When are you going to be fully back to Matt Bove? I don't think for like a month. Honestly, I think it's going to be a while. So next week it's I have not to that go. Bad. No, it's not that bad. But next week, like right now it's on my right foot. So I have this right. massive cast on my right foot. So I can't drive right now. Right. So next week I'm going to have it go checked out. And I'm hoping that they can take me out of this big, ridiculous cast and put me in something smaller. So then I can kind of drive and just get back to like being able to go places. But yeah, I, and honestly, that's the reason I did it right now. I did it during a part of the schedule where three of the four games were at home because I know that, you know, I can always make it work when I'm in the area. So it was strategically picked, but we're only like three days into it and I'm already like getting antsy. Well, hope you feel better. It sounds like you're doing fine. You're in good spirits. You know, you know yourself, you know what your limitations are, what you can and can't do. And that's kind of half the battle. I think this uh, not being able to drive thing could be a good thing though, man. You get a driver, your wife drives you around, you know, your family drives you around. You got an excuse to kind of get a driver, come to your house, pick you up. Sounds good to me, man. You know what? I'll take it for right now because I know I'm not going to probably ever have that again, but I mean, we're doing this on Wednesday night and I got to say, I was watching everybody's tweets and reports and listening to you on the radio from home on Wednesday. And I was losing it. I was like, I cannot believe I'm missing a bills practice. I was like, this is brutal. So please fill me in on what I missed. Well, it's a good transition to tell you all about Tredavious white because Sean McDermott did say to the media on Wednesday that he will not play Sunday against the Packers. Now, 
I'm not totally surprised he's not playing. What I am surprised at is that Sean McDermott was so definitive already early in the week. Now, if he did plan on playing, he probably wouldn't be that definitive. He would say, ah, we'll see how it goes, but he already ruled him out. And I think that was the bit of a surprising thing to me since he has been practicing since October 12th and they do have until next week to activate him. Now there seems to be some ambiguity on the exact day. So still trying to chase that down. But to me, I believe it is November 1st, which is Tuesday because his first day of practice was October 12th. They have a 21 day window to activate him Once he starts practicing the first practice counts as a day. So you count October 12th, 21 days, get you to November 1st, but either way, it's gotta be next week, Tuesday or Wednesday. There's some ambiguity there. Like I said, but that is the big news of the day, which is Tredavious white, not going to play Sunday against the Packers. And even then Matt, if he is, and when he is activated next week, I would assume there's no guarantee he plays against the jets. He mm-hmm. could be a healthy scratch. Basically they could eat the roster spot and just play him when he's ready. That's kind of the thing. So one thing I did notice from obviously sitting on the couch was that I saw video of him and it looked like he was out of the red non-contact jersey. So that's yes. at least a good sign that he's trending Very in the right direction. And I, you know what? Give him as much time as he needs. I think we all expect that he's going to be put on the roster next week. And after that, if he's got to take another week or two off, whatever, that's fine. You need Tredavious white healthy for the playoffs. You don't need Tredavious white healthy for week eight for week nine. You're a good enough team right now where you can win these games probably without him. You should win these games, honestly, without him. So I think getting him as close to a hundred percent is in the best interest of the bills, not just in the short term, but also in the long term. Yeah. And think about the next few opponents. Yes. Aaron Rodgers, but come on, they're doing nothing in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have the jets after that. And we know that, you know, they don't throw the ball really well. They're more of a run team and they don't really even try to have Zach Wilson do too much. And then maybe the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, you know, they have Adam Thielen, they have receivers, they have guys that are good, but yeah, opponent wise, um, just long-term goal wise, what you're trying to do. I agree with that. I do find it interesting that, I think it is, like I said, a Tuesday at 4 PM that that coincides with the trade deadline. Yeah. Like, like, okay. So how this works is the bills are going to have to make a move, a corresponding roster move to activate Tredavious white. They could release somebody. They could put somebody on injured reserve. They could also trade somebody. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me that the day that they have to make a decision is also the trade deadline day. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that maybe they trade somebody who they, you know, they have a good roster. Somebody else finds valuable enough that they can get a pick back. And that's how Tredavious white basically replaces that person on the roster. Yeah. I think that would make a ton of sense, especially because you don't want to just lose somebody for nothing. If you don't have to, if you can take a player who you're thinking about releasing and you can get a sixth, the seventh round pick from another team for that player, then I think you should look into that. I'm also interested to see how the bills approach this trade deadline. Cause we talked about it the last time we taped a podcast. I think they're going to be aggressive. I think they should be aggressive. I think we saw moves already around the league today of contenders like the Eagles trying to go out and get better, get that much better. So I think if you're the bills and there's interesting options out there, it's not maybe just putting Trey white back on the 53. It's putting Trey white back on the 53. And then maybe it's adding another player trading for another player. The thing that's interesting though, is because they have to make these corresponding moves. I think we're more likely to see a player dealt in a trade than we are. Maybe just compensation. Maybe it's not just a draft pick. Maybe it's a draft pick and a player so they can make it work with the 53. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens um, before we you know, move on to maybe what lies ahead for the bills. The other injury news, I would say really the fact that 
they're as healthy as they've been in weeks, Matt. Remember, they went through a couple week stretch there where it was looking pretty bleak with all the guys that were out and all the, you know, injured players and backups who had to play. We're kind of past that now. It really started with that Kansas City game when they started to get guys back, but they still had a lengthy injury report. And then they had the bye week. Well, on Wednesday, the first injury report of the week comes out and you have Tom, uh, Spencer Brown, who is now, believe it or not, listed as day to day by Sean McDermott, not week to week, day to day, which I thought was surprised considering how bad that injury looked when he went down. Um, but Spencer Brown day to day. And then Jake Kummerow returned to practice with an ankle injury. He's basically day to day as well, but he's missed three games. That's it. Taiwan Jones didn't practice with a knee injury, but sometimes that happens. He's a veteran and you know, they, they give him a, a day or two to kind of get over that. So other than that, man, I think the big news is that this team is getting healthier again. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of vet rest on that list too, yep. which I think is a good sign because I think those guys are on there because they're expected to play on uh-huh. Sunday. I said that it's the healthiest roster since week one when they yep. were healthy going against the Rams. Uh-huh. And I also saw Micah Hyde back at practice today. Not pra- and I, I want to clarify, Micah Hyde is not practicing, but he was back in uh-huh. Orchard Park today. He is in the building and he's going to be in the building. He is staying. He's going to be a part of this team. What his specific role is, isn't officially determined, but basically he's going to be helping out. He's going to be helping the young defensive backs prepare. Um, he was asked, Sean McDermott was asked, was he, would he be a quasi coach? And, you know, McDermott didn't want to go that far. I think that's, that's, that's kind of a loaded question, right? You say that, you know, you want to have respect for the guy. He's a player who's injured, right? But he is going to be helping out as much as possible. Micah talked to the media today. It was really interesting. Um, we say today, by the way, if you're listening to this, we're talking about Wednesday. That's when we're recording this, but it was really interesting on him talking about, you know, how tough it was to watch on TV how he had to kind of shape his mindset to go from, man, it's really tough not to be a part of it to wait a minute. I am, and can still be a part of it. And that's how he's kind of really changed into the positive mindset of how he can be valuable to this team. I feel for that dude. I felt for that guy since the minute he got hurt. And I understand, you know, Micah Hyde has made a lot of money playing this game and he's going to come back and he's going to be on this team. I just, I think of people who kind of transitioned the bills from what they were to what they've become. And he's at the top of the list. It's Micah Hyde. It's Tredavious white. It's Jordan Poyer. It's Josh Allen. Those are the guys that I think of and then McDermott and Bean, I guess, but those are the guys that immediately come to mind. So I just really, really feel bad for the situation, but I am glad that he can spend this time around his teammates because I do think there's great value in him being there, whether it's on the sideline, whether it's in the locker room after practice or on the practice field, like he is a guy that they can learn from. And they are playing his former team this week, the green Bay Packers. Unfortunately, Micah won't get a chance to play against them again. I say again, because in the last game, he did play, but he went out in the first quarter with an injury. That was in 2018, Josh's rookie year. They go down to Green Bay. They lose 22 to nothing. But the Bills and the Packers, they're going at it on Sunday night football this week.